Hey, what's up, guys? It's Ollie Money MC for Spinebuster Wrestling, and this is uh, WWE TV recap for uh, 723, 724, Raw and SmackDown. Wanted to get it down uh, tonight after SmackDown. Uh, obviously, this is my first podcast, so I'm not going to go through the whole spiel where I go, huh, it's my first podcast. Moving on right into the show. Uh, Raw opened with the historic announcement, Stephanie McMahon. Uh, was joined eventually by Triple H and Vince McMahon. Uh, initially, I thought Stephanie was going to do it on her own. All the big wigs came out, made the announcement. Everybody knew it. Twitter knew it days ago. Uh, WWE is going to do their first women's only pay-per-view. Uh, WWE Evolution. I'm going to spare the Triple H jokes, but uh, come on. He's trolling you guys at this point with those titles. Either way, um, cool moment for the women. They get their own show showcase their talent sink or swim uh we're all gonna have to be brutally honest with how good it is or how bad it is um the the women's rumble proved that the women can bring it uh in the main event on a big show uh this is hopefully the next step in that and give women some shot shots that maybe they're not getting monthly on pay-per-view they're gonna get a full show on the network big special Obviously, with all the promotion on Raw, all the promotion on SmackDown, the company's behind it. They're, they're going to get behind it. And if everybody knows, when, when Vince is behind something, it works. He, he figures out a way. He pushes hard. And eventually, they're going to fill the Nassau Coliseum on October 28th. It's going to be packed. I'm guessing a lot of fans are, are going to fly in to support the show, fans of women's wrestling, fans who never thought they'd be at something like this. That'd be... <clears throat> The kind of fan that I'm thinking of who would be on this sh- or who would be coming to the show. So, obviously, huge deal, huge announcement. And, uh, you know, you can go on Twitter and find all the people who are upset that Stephanie made another women's announcement, acting like she invented women's wrestling. But you know what? She's the highest ranking female official in the company. So, you know what? Get off your fucking high horse. She- she's going to come out and do these announcements every time the women's division does something. Any company in the world would do the same thing with a female executive. It's not crazy. It's, in fact, pretty normal. Uh, but moving on through the show, uh, Sasha and Bailey, what a mess. Complete mess. I mean, how long is this going to go on for? Uh, month in, month out, they're, they're friends, and there's tension, then they're friends. Then they're beating the crap out of each other backstage, but now they're friends again, but we don't really know. And... This, this is what happens when you don't pay off an angle. Like, pay it off, they kill each other, uh, they go their separate ways, you could do a reunion later, but don't tease something for this long. The, the long tease just is absolutely not working for either of them. No reason to have it. Um, I, I mean, every week I kind of watch just more as, as like a train wreck for comedy. That, that's about it. Uh, you know, uh, Braun came out, did his Braun Strowman promo, I I die every time the guy comes out as over as he is. People compare him to Austin, and it's just, it's just not even close. I don't I don't see how you can long term build the company around this guy uh, being the champion. He's got the briefcase. He's going to get the belt eventually. I hope it's later rather than sooner. He's not ready. Yeah, this, this promo again proved it uh, in front of the live audience. Kevin Owens came out and caught a hell of a promo. By the way, Owens was on fire. <clears throat> Uh, selling selling the big bump off the cage and then uh, suckering Stephanie into making the match for the briefcase. 
I'm sure Braun's going to win that match. And again, uh, cash-in's going to be on the table at SummerSlam. But uh, cool segments by Owens. Thought he uh, thought he's been on a little roll as of late. As, uh, took his big pay-per-view bump. Hopefully he doesn't have to kill himself in Brooklyn like he has been recently. Because there's only so many of those you have left in your body. Ask me Foley. Um, but Owens on a roll on the mic. And uh, hopefully he can heal up and uh, be ready to go uh, for SummerSlam in Brooklyn. Um, talk about uh, healing up or, or not healing up. Uh, authors of pain. Rest in peace. It's over. It's over before I started. Uh, they got called up to the main roster after Mania. Really, uh, everybody thought they had all the momentum in the world. Uh, quickly, uh, Paul Ellering gone from the crew, and uh, it, it's just not working. Neither guy can speak. Uh, you can tell already the company's been not behind them. Somewhat feels like what happened with the... Uh, with the revival and uh it's like they forget about them and then when they do bring them back they looked so incredibly weak i mean getting tossed out of the ring by titus worldwide i actually did think apollo was pretty good on the mic tonight or on last night really on raw but uh it's it's just that's that's not a team that's really got a rocket strapped to them or even a little bit of a push if you're still in kind of your debut mode you're not the authors of pain should just be coming out killing people. They should be basically doing what Ryback did, what anyone's done when they're trying to make monsters. Just let them come out and kill a couple local guys. Uh, two and a half minute segment in and out, and build these guys up for three, four, five months. Don't even let them speak because they can't speak. Uh, they 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 showed that they really probably weren't going to get any better in NXT on the mic. And that's why a guy like Ellering really should be around. If you can't do Ellering, figure somebody else out to go with these guys because they should never have a microphone in their hand. It's just not going to be their thing. Doesn't have to be for every team. That's why you know it'd be great if the WWE had mouthpieces and let other people speak for guys who really can't. But they should be out killing guys, not getting thrown out of the ring, made to look like dorks, and then I'm, I'm sure in a week or two they'll, they'll get a win, or maybe even on the pre-show for SummerSlam they'll get a win, and it won't matter, nobody will remember it. Uh, and then they'll get bounced around, up and down, back and forth. Maybe they'll get a cup of coffee with the belts, but without some serious rehab, this team is not in the best shape. Uh, speaking of rehab, they're, they're trying to do it with Mojo Raleigh. Came out. A uh, little back and forth with Breeze before getting the win. I, I don't really know what this heel mojo is ever going to do. He he was on a nice path to be a poor man's junkyard dog. Uh, just a real over guy with the fans. Kind of a uh, fun guy with the crowd. Didn't matter if he was good in the ring or not. Uh, he was getting over. And ever since the heel turn, it's just sucked the life out of him. Nobody cares. He, he's not good enough at really anything to be a heel on his own, if he could maybe go away for a little while and come back as that same fun mojo we used to know, uh, maybe that would work, but this this intense mojo Raleigh's just not, not going to happen at all. Um, moving on, we, we had Finn Balor <clears throat> versus uh, Drew McIntyre, which was really not bad for what it was. It was really only a match to set up the screw job with Dolph for the interference to get to the Rollins-Balor 
versus Ziggler and McIntyre tag match, which was just a phenomenal tag match. Uh, back and forth action, as you would expect with all four guys um, at this point. It feels a little stale because I think we might end up with a Seth-Dolph match at SummerSlam because I don't know what else you do with either of them at this point. And maybe Balor versus McIntyre, which, um, hey, I'm all for that. Uh, definitely for that over Balor versus Corbin again. Um, so we'll see. Maybe, maybe we get that out of it. <clears throat> but, uh, again, Rollins versus Ziggler. Again, after an Iron Man match, I, I don't really know because they're certainly not going to get the time in Brooklyn. And that crowd's funny as it is. I don't know if you want to put that match in front of them again. They've had good matches. They've had okay matches. Uh, it, it doesn't feel like it's going to really knock out of the park. And again, Balor versus McIntyre, that's fresh. Um, they get You give them 10, 12 minutes of SummerSlam, then you might have something there. That that could be good, so we'll have to see what comes out of it. But either way, good tag match for uh, for for a TV tag match. That's all I can ever ask. Really good crowd was very into it. Rollins super over still, so that was cool stuff. Um, you know, and then uh, Elias with his songs. You know, you you saw it. It was what it was. They they clearly kind of really don't have anything for him at this moment. I, I think you get through SummerSlam, and then maybe he finds a program and catches on with something. He's certainly not dead in the water. He's still super over with a live crowd, so I don't think he's in any trouble. But he's also not going anywhere, at least at this this current moment. But we'll see. We'll see what's coming. There's something something down the road. Um, and then obviously the main event: Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley. Winner gets to fight. Brock Lesnar, the champ at SummerSlam. Reigns gets the win. I kind of assumed once it was all set up, knowing that Bobby got the win at Extreme Rules, that Roman would get his win back here and go on to face Brock. At least as of now, it's one-on-one. Reigns versus Lesnar. I know a lot of people shoot out a lot of scenarios. We have a lot of time before SummerSlam. Things could change. It could become a th- uh, you know triple threat, fatal four-way. Uh, I'd, I'd like to see it just Reigns versus Brock. Reigns exercises the demons, beats Lesnar, moves on. Brock goes back to the UFC. Reigns moves on, does his thing, hopefully defends the belt a little bit. Obviously, if the Braun cash in, I still think as much as I'm sure that Brooklyn crowd wants to see Reigns fail, um, they hate Brock just as much. So they can boo them both and do the do what they did to uh, Lesnar and Goldberg years ago. I'm sure that's actually what will probably end up happening. You probably don't want that match to go on last. Vince usually doesn't care because he's got their money and he'll probably do it anyway. Uh, but back to the Roman versus Bobby. Um, good match. The near falls felt real because Bobby already beat him, especially when he hit the spear. I, I saw a lot of people complaining about, oh, well, the win and extreme rules didn't matter. Well, it mattered. It mattered because Bobby's a threat now. Bobby could beat anybody on the roster. And I, there was a part of everybody that thought when he hit that spear on Roman, this is it. He's going to SummerSlam. So, uh, the win at Extreme Rules did matter, and obviously uh, didn't wasn't enough to beat Reigns on Raw, but again, a nice setup uh, to, moving forward. And then uh, we're going to move on to SmackDown here. So SmackDown, uh, I thought the better of the two shows. Uh, started off with Randy Orton uh, cutting a promo. Basically, he's uh, back to heel Orton, very intense promo, kicking ass, uh, Talking about destroying Jeff Hardy, he's uh, he's definitely back to uh, the old Randy Orton, at least for now. He seems fired up. Um, I'm bought in. 
let's see where it goes kind of thing. Um, you know, uh, Andrade seeing Almas uh, defeated Rusev. That was uh, nice to see Almas on TV getting a win over Rusev. Uh, you know, let's see where this goes. Rumors out there that Almas might actually be getting a push. Uh, hey, great. Let's let's see if he let's see where he can go. He's on the perfect show to do it. I always feel like there's more upward mobility on SmackDown. Maybe uh, seeing what happens with the title at SummerSlam. Can he? Can he? You know shoot that far up that fast uh maybe maybe not but they they never seem really too concerned with that on smackdown like they'll move a guy up yeah uh, that I, they move gender into the title uh after doing nothing for how many years so there's obviously you know always room to come up and challenge for the title if they're not if they're not going to if they're not going to do anything with him as far as the world title goes, maybe just get him into a nice upper mid-card feud. Um, the show is kind of heel-heavy at this point, so I don't know exactly where they go. But uh, I, I think they'll figure it out. There's too much talent there. Uh, the act is too good. And eventually eventually he's going to hold uh, the WWE title. Uh, probably not in 2018, but if it happened in 2019, I wouldn't be completely shocked. Uh, the, the guy has it. He has exactly what they're looking for, and uh, no reason to think that he won't hold the belt, save, you know, maybe a major injury or something. Uh, then you have uh, Samoa Joe, destroys Archrose, just, you know, rocked him, went right through him. Uh, kind of what you'd expect, what should have happened, given what comes later. Uh, you know, you have the whole segment with uh, AJ and Paige, Ellsworth gets fired, I think that might be real. I think they kind of realize that he doesn't, as much as I like James Ellsworth, I mean, he's kind of fine, but he doesn't really, he's not a heel. Nobody hates him. How could you hate him, really? Even no matter what he does, how could you hate him? And uh, so he's certainly not a good enough to be a believable baby face, so I don't really know what you do with him. It's a nice story and a nice run. He did what he did. Uh I don't know if he's fired for real or not, but it really wouldn't exactly shock me if he is released again because I just don't know what you do with a guy like that, uh, just the way the company's set up. But Joe obviously signed the contract, attacked AJ, became the challenger for SummerSlam. Look, that match is going to kick ass, and I don't care. You'll, you'll have people banging on the fact that Joe isn't Joe anymore. He probably isn't. But if you don't think that Joe and AJ aren't going to deliver a three-and-a-half-star match, at minimum, you know, you're out of your mind. And, uh, you know, I'd I, I put it all on Brooklyn. If, if they can't get up for that match, even if it is a three-and-a-half-star, which is a good match, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. You don't like wrestling. I say it all the time. A lot of these people don't like wrestling. <laughs> they just like to complain about wrestling. Um, that That's going to be a good match. Could could be match of the night. I wouldn't be shocked. Um Becky Lynch beat Carmella. Short little match. Really nice uh, segment with Carmella. I, I still think she's one of the best as far as promos and segments. Her work is what it is. Uh, Becky was, again, great tonight. Cool to see her earn the shot at the belt. We'll see what happens at SummerSlam. I'm sure there will be a lot of back and forth between now and then. But uh, nice to see Becky in that spot. It'd be really cool to see her get the belt at SummerSlam. I think she deserves it. She's kind of uh, been that that rock on SmackDown for years now, as far as carrying the women's division over there. Not so much carrying it, but always being there. Uh, super fan favorite. Going to be over as hell in, in, at SummerSlam, and uh, would be a really cool spot to see her get the belt there. Uh, we're doing a tag tournament to see who uh, who faces the Bludgeon Brothers, who I. 
week to week. I, I forget that they even exist and, and that the tag titles even exist. It's, it's such an afterthought. It, they, they have so much going on. It's tough, but uh, we do have this tournament. Uh, New, Be- New Day be Sanity in a decent match. Uh, Usos were good on commentary, though. I've got to give them that. Uh, amazing what can happen when you take the script away from guys and you don't force lines. And they're just kind of themselves. And I thought they were. I thought they were great. I thought they were funny. I thought they were light. I thought they were loose. I thought they added to the match. So, you know, uh, New Day gets the win. Kind of expected it. I saw some people thinking Sanity was going to win. It's like Sanity versus the Bludgeon Brothers. I mean, how, how do how do how do you even possibly put that match together uh, and expect anybody to really be into that at this point? Um, but so yeah, New Day moves on, and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. The bar came back; that was cool. Those soccer jerseys are sick. Um, we'll see the bar versus uh, Usos next week. Should be a good match. Actually, I, I hope that match gets some time because it, it really should rock. And then uh, final segment. You have the uh, you know the backstage uh, with Miz and Maurice and uh, the baby, and then Miz comes out carrying uh, a baby. I'll put that in air quotes because I mean it's pretty obvious a couple seconds in it wasn't a baby, but uh, you know then Daniel Bryan I, I don't know what they're doing because uh, he looked like a real dickhead doing what he did. Uh, Miz throws to a video. Daniel doesn't like it or uh, puts up his own video, I should say. And, uh, and then sabotages the Miz and storms down to the ring, beats up security. I mean, this is what heels do. This is a heel move. This I I don't understand why all American you know baby face Daniel Bryan, unless they're turning him heel, which God knows why they would. But I don't, how do you get him over as a baby face doing this? I mean, he's over anyway. But that, that's not the point. Anyway, he smashes through those guys. He gets in the ring. Miz not only proves that Daniel Bryan's kind of being a dick, he's also a dumbass because Miz obviously throws the fake baby at him, catches it, Miz, you know, boots him, skull-crushing finale, cuts his promo, Miz is awesome, and we throw to Miz's new reality show. Uh, I just don't understand what they were really trying to go across there. If Miz doesn't do what he does at the end with the promo, which was so good, I mean, I, I tweeted that he was the Mariano Rivera. I mean, he saved the whole segment. The segment was so poorly laid out. <clears throat> but uh, it does look like we're getting that Miz-Daniel Bryan SummerSlam match. It kind of sucks because there's no stakes to that whatsoever. And we'll just have to see kind of if they do it, but it, it would seem like they're building towards it. They don't have any, neither one has anything else going on. I don't know if they're doing it now because of the Daniel Bryan contract situation and they just want to get that match in or if it's coming. So it's, uh, or if it's just, you know, they want to do it now, whatever the case might be. But, uh, that seems to be the track we're on. So, you know, Raw, three-hour slog, couple good matches. Um, I'll go thumbs in the middle. SmackDown, not a lot happened, but at the same point, they set up so much stuff. I have to say that was a better show of the week, so thumbs up to SmackDown. Uh, better show this week, and uh, we'll we'll see where we go from here. we got a lot of time between now and SummerSlam to hopefully lay some good groundwork and uh, you know get through these weeks and uh, build up a nice show. I mean, it's a stack, it feels like a stacked show already. But uh, we got a lot of time to get there. So uh, this is it. First one in the books. Thanks, guys.